Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise base in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God and his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are boasting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed by God specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with us, leaving a write-up of it in the comment section. Or you can send it to us via email at contact at pdjministries.org. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. I told you, even though one saved is forever saved, there is still the other side where people who are saved can lose their salvation if they keep drifting into sin because they will be hardened. They will be hardened by sin. So they used to tell lies and they're like, oh, sorry, I'm, Lord, I'm sorry. They feel that guilt. You get to a point one day, they, they don't feel it any longer. So now it becomes a lifestyle and they are getting into it. Now they look into the scriptures and they find that all liars or gossips, etc. He says, no, no, no. How can God? No, no. God can't do that. Now the devil begins to take over. Why? Because the person is not now yielding unto God or being responsive to God. That is why he said, look within yourself every day. And find out if there is an unbelief lying down somewhere. See, the fact that you keep doing wrong things and nothing is happening to you does not mean God approves of it because, because you are born again. Slowly, your heart is hardened. Now, you don't feel remorseful again. You go and lie, you go and fornicate, and you weep, you cry, oh God. It's a sign that you still have the Holy Ghost who is checking you. But it will get to a point where it becomes a lifestyle. Where you don't feel, you know, okay, you know I was wrong, but, you know, then you go back again, oh, I lied, you know. Now, your, your heart is hardening. What will happen to you is chapter 6, verse 4. There's a possibility that after you have received the Holy Ghost, after you have become born again, after you have received, tested of the heavenly calling, there's a possibility that you must, you will fall apart. Now, listen. I know you have heard and I've taught you before. Go to chapter 6. You, you, you hear people say that, give your life, is that what? Said you have rededicate. Listen, there's nothing like rededication. When you fall from Christ, that is it. Look at it. Read it. One go. When, I go, when you go for some conference, they'll say, if you want to rededicate your life to Christ, there's nothing like rededication. They never fail. 
If they fail, if they, if they fail, they can't come back. He said it is impossible to come back. What has happened to them is that they have fallen from grace. So what you do to them is that you begin to tell them about the message of grace. They will bounce back. But they haven't lost their salvation. So whilst you are calling people to come and receive the Lord, he said if you want to read the decade, so it's like, oh, I'm going through this sin and I'm going through it, so come again. You're coming to receive Jesus again. You can't receive him again. He's once and for all. I think I've taught you this before. So there's a possibility for the born again to lose his salvation when he goes through this. But you see, what, whatever you read is a qualification. It is so difficult for a born again to lose his salvation. He must qualify or he must qualify these ones. One, he has tasted of heavenly gift. He has been made a partaker of the Holy Ghost. Comma, he has tasted of the good word and the powers of the world to come. Go back. When you get to the powers of the world to come, it means that you have become a matured man. So actually, those who fall away from salvation are matured men who renounce. A baby cannot fall. Can you see that? Okay, go back again. Please be responsive to God. This is one of the ways you know you are not responsive. Your prayer life gets lost. Your desire for the word of God goes down. Like the things of God begins to run away from you. Guy, you are not being responsive. And, and that is dangerous. Do you know what is happening? Now you, realize, you will think that coming to church is not of any essence. Because your business is not flourishing. So when there is business and there is church, you will choose business over church. You are drifting into unbelief. I keep asking you a question. You are an instrumentalist. You serve the people of God with whatever gifting God has given you. That morning when you were preparing, speaking in tongues to come to church, to come and minister to God's people, and you got a call that there is a deal of some one million dollars. And you must get there by 835. Which one will you choose? I'm sure many will be like, oh, as for church is there. But opportunity comes but once. God understands that if I don't come today, or let me rush there. Let me do it quickly and rush back to church. It's a lie. Because you have trained yourself to think that you lose opportunities. When the Bible tells you the Lord is your friend, that one million will wait for you. You will finish church, have time, have all your meetings. Did it not happen to you? When you were looking for a job, they were calling you. You say, I'm going to church when I'm done. The interview waited for her. Waited for, they will call her again. They will call her again. I'm telling you, we have not believed God like the way we think. Some of us, we believe work and the systems of this world. It is only when things are good that we feel like we like God. But I'm telling you, we don't. When it comes between you choosing God and you choosing the things of this world, 
Where is your heart? When there is football and there is church, the whole church becomes empty. Because they are watching men who are running after round leather and making money. And they say, God, you wait. Monday. So church has become casual. There is no hunger to say, if I don't go and listen to the word of God, my life will be incomplete. But you feel if you don't watch the match, you have lost a fortune. You are being unresponsive. If today, today, when it is check time, and there's no zeal, like I need to hurry up, Charlie. I need to get going, I need to get going. Something is wrong with you. Something is definitely wrong. And even when you are late, there's no agency. Casual. The way. But for other programs, imagine it's a presidential dinner or something and you are late. I'm sure you, you even forget to close your, 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 your button because you are so much in a hurry. You must be there because you see the dignities are there. How can God come and wait for you? How can God come and wait for you and you walk casually? When people are casual, I mean, you know, zealous for church, it's not because of Jesus. Oh. It's because they are looking for some solution. There is a problem they have and they need God to solve it. Watch those guys. The day they receive that miracle, God becomes the third person. They are becoming unresponsive to the living God. You are sleeping 12 midnight, 1 a.m., 3 a.m. The Holy Ghost wakes you up and takes sleep away from you. And you can't even tell that the Spirit of God wants me to pray. Or as you are lying down there, you are hearing prayer in your ears. And you have the boldness to go and weary. Come back and cover yourself even better. You don't know the ways of God. You don't know the, the ways of the Spirit. And it's a problem. What is the problem? You are about to drift into unbelief. You are about to drift into unbelief. Please imagine that you woke up one day and your skin is it has insulation, okay, or insulator. So when you put your hand into fire, it won't burn you. Do you think when you are walking around fire, you will be cautious? Because you know, even if I drift and my hand touch the fire, it won't burn me. Eh? When your heart becomes hardened and you are not responsive to God, you behave anyhow. You are not careful. You are not so careful. The things that will make you weep and say, oh God, God, God. You become normal. The fear of God has run away from you. The fear of God. Listen, fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Okay? Don't go a day without fixing your eyes on Jesus. There are a lot of people in the church. They are walking in unbelievable. <laughs> Even you. Perhaps you are walking in unbelief and you have no idea. How do I know? He said check every day. Check every day. So you can wake up with some headache. Check it. Do you still believe in healing? Do you still believe that by his stripes you were healed? Do you believe that Jesus had the victory for you? You woke up a 
and you receive some text message that is wrong. Or you heard some news. Will you still stand and say, or you say, oh God, why again today too? What is your language like? What is your language? Go on. Look at this. He said, this is the time you need to teach others, encourage others, each other to never be stubborn, stubborn, or hardened by sin's deceitfulness. For we are mingled with the Messiah. If we will continue on shaking in this confident assurance from the beginning until the end, this is how go back. This is how God wants you to think. Be unshaken and continue in this confident assurance from the beginning to the end. Don't give up in the in, in you know somewhere. Don't be shaken. Don't be shaken. No, don't be shaken. Charlie, the word of God is true. Go on. For again. The spirit says, if only today you would listen to his voice, don't make him angry. He said it twice. Hardening your heart as you did in the wilderness rebellion. Uh -huh. The same people who were delivered from bondage brought out of Egypt by Moses and were once heard and still rebelled. They still, remember, they received salvation from Egypt, but they were still rebelling. The same people, uh, go on, they grieved God for 40 years by sinning in their unbelief until they, that's the consequence. The word is until. Until. Look, guard your heart. So the Bible says that, let the word of God richly dwell in your heart in all wisdom. David said, thy word have I hid in my heart. See, you are not going for the word. You, things are, you, know, you think you are okay. You are not okay. Oh. There's coming a time where the devil can strike you. Why? For the Bible says in the book of Psalms, he says that, for I was what? Afflicted. Because I went astray. He said, but, he said, but now I have come and embraced your word. Satan can strike you with anything. But you must shield him with the word of God. They grieve God for 40 years. What, what grieves God? Not pain tight. Unbelief. So for you not to believe the word of God. Hurts the heart of God. Why? Because you don't believe. Because you don't believe. What Jesus finished. And when you don't believe what Jesus finished. It breaks the heart of God that all these things were done for you and yet you don't believe. The greatest miracle any man ever had is when the man became born again. The greatest miracle. The biggest miracle of all time. That the man that was dead has been made alive and has become a partaker of God's nature. And that man still does not believe you break the heart of God. Do you know what happens to you? You begin to have a carnal mind. And when you begin to have a carnal mind, just watch out. Death is just being around the corner. For the Bible says, to be carnally minded is death. 
but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. The more you begin to drift, you are entering into unbelief, carnality, your thoughts, your heart. See, all those people that you see them on TV challenging the gospel, some of them one day they were in the church, but they drift off. So they think they can quote scriptures and tell you this God you are talking about. Go on. So God swore an oath. Now everything he said, he has said it twice. Which means it is very important to him. When you go, don't go and sleep. Go and read it again. He said today, if you hear my voice, he said it in Psalm 95. He said it in Psalm 75. Now he's saying it in Hebrews. And in Hebrews, he repeated it twice. That today, if you hear his voice, what is the voice? The voice of victory. The voice of the finished works of Christ. The voice, if you hear that, don't harden your heart. Don't enter into the place of unbelief. Because if you enter into the place of unbelief, you will get into death. Your heart will be filled with carnality. Your mind will be filled with the flesh. You'll be praising God, but from the flesh. You'll be praying, but from the flesh. Today, you, you are sick, or something is wrong with your body, and you don't believe in the finished works of Christ, that by his stripes you were healed, and that the healing power is already in your system. All you have to do is to believe. The Bible says in Philemon 1.6, he said, that let the effectual working of your faith or let your faith become effectual by acknowledging what is in you. The believer is called to see what is inside and believe that Jesus put this thing into my spirit. How many of us are sick and we say that thank God that the healing power is inside. For greater is he that is in me. There are other people who also quote this scripture yet they don't believe. Quoting is not necessary. It's the believing. For all things are possible to them that believe. You believe, you see it at work. If the word didn't work, you did not believe. Because all things are possible to them that believe. How can you say you heard the word of God? The word of God says you should sow or you should give seed or whatever. And the more you give, the more you drift into poverty. That's the life of the pit of hell. Because the word of God does not promise poverty. It doesn't. You gave the seed alright, but you gave out of unbelief. You gave out of unbelief. Listen, any part of the word of God that doesn't work for you, there is an unbelief somewhere. So spend time and find yourself, do I really believe? Do I really believe? Do I really believe? Jesus says something. He said, when I come down again, will I find faith in the earth? Because there's coming a time where all you need is faith to survive. But how many of God's people are building their faith to that capacity? How many Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego can we have today? Small cash on you, you won't go to church. Small husband or, or, or wife you are looking for, you won't go to church. Small baby you are looking for, I can't go to church again because I've prayed, I've done it. They said, even if God does not save us, we
we will not bow down let your yes be yes in Christ I'm looking for a job. I've looked for a job for so long. It looks like I don't have a job. I've been praying. They said I should quote this. They said that I've done it. I don't see. You never believe. Because if you believe, you will stop searching and you start starting your own. Because you, you thought God would, you will be blessed by working for a man. But he said he's the one that teaches thee how to make profit. How can you work in somebody's office and God is teaching you how to make profit in there? The profit belongs to the owner. Salary belongs to you. When you start your own business, he will teach you how to make profit. So seven years you are home, you are crying. You are quoting all the scripture. You are decreeing all the scripture. The more you decree, the more they bounce your CV. Don't you know the ways of the spirit? Don't you know that when the spirit of God forbade Paul from going to Asia and Mysia, he knew that the Holy Ghost stopped him. And he opened the door for him to go. When certain doors are open, and it's not every open door that is good for you. Some open doors are traps. Learn the ways of the spirit so that you see a door, a big door is open. Who says every door is welcoming you? It is not every door that welcomes you. Some doors are the Bible says we shall possess the gates of your enemies. They have a gate. They will open for you. Oh, you've seen a golden door. You enter and you are doomed the rest of your life. So God swore on oath that they will never enter into his calming place of rest. All be- See, you are walking in unbelief and you are still quoting he that dwelleth in the secret place. You will still be in the secret. You are the one that the snare will have. <laughs> you are the one that the snare will have. Because in the secret place of the Most High, you abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You don't need to come out for the enemy to strike you and put you in a snare. But it takes unbelief. Adam was in the garden. Where from the unbelief? The unbelief did not happen outside when he went out. He was right in the garden. You think unbelief is going to come from outside? When you go out there, no. It can't be right now. As you are listening to God's word, Satan is, mm, don't mind. Mm, uh, unbelief, 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 unbelief. By the time you are done, you will not enter into rest. Listen, when you don't enter into the place of rest or focusing on Jesus, material things in this life will become your Holy Ghost. It's like, mommy, it's like the ministry we are doing. If we are not steadfast in this and look unto Jesus, you will think crowd is success. Success is teaching Jesus. And staying steadfast in the message of Jesus, that is success in this world. And it is also, it translates into what we call faithfulness. That you are so faithful, you taught Jesus. No matter what happened, you are teaching Jesus. No matter what happened, you are teaching Jesus. When you get to heaven, the Bible never said, Thou good and successful servant. He said, Thou good and faithful. 
What does faithfulness mean? Three words. Dependability. Reliability. Trustworthy. Jesus trusted that you could project his name. He could depend on you for his name. He could rely on you for his name. People preach anything because of environment and atmosphere. <laughs> I heard a man of God, no, I, a guy preach. All he was preaching about was a watch. He said they can't buy him a watch. He mentioned some designer watch. They are his people and they can't buy him a watch and blah, blah. And throughout the whole service. And then I get to heaven and God said, that good and faithful servant. Stephen didn't have congregation. The congregation God gave him was the enemies of Christ. They filled the stadium. And he preached the gospel to them. Immediately he was done. He was stoned to death. He went to heaven. Jesus never counted how many. In fact, Stephen was a servant amongst the apostles. But he was the one that Jesus got up from his seat. And stood by. He said, behold, I see the heavens open. And I see the son of man standing on the right hand. Jesus gave Stephen a standing ovation. Why? He laid down his life for preaching Jesus. He was stoned to death. He was stoned to death. Today, everybody is doing what they can do to have crowd. Crowd is not success. Let's come to that understanding. It is your spiritual growth in Christ. That is what we do. See, a lot of men, of all of us are going to be I believe, one, mommy, I believe one of the ways God is going to judge us before the, of the great white throne is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, 12, 13. For he gave gifts to men, some apostles, some prophets, some teachers, some evangelists, some pastors, for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. Look, for the perfecting, we must perfect you with the word of God. We perfect you with the word of God. We try, we do everything to show you Jesus. To tell you about the finished works of Christ. To tell you about the economy of Christ. To tell you Jesus. We talk to you about Jesus. Victory in Jesus. What we are, you know, we, keep, we perfect you for the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Go on. Till we all the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the son of God and of the knowledge of the son of God. Why the knowledge of the son of God? Because people are in church and still don't know the son of God. So that people must be taught till they come to the knowledge of the son of God. For he is unto me my high priest, my apostle. He's unto me, my savior. He's unto me, my testator. He's unto me. You must know who Jesus is unto you. We must come to that realization. And then what? Unto a perfect man. The church must get into the place where we become perfect men. Unto the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. So this is Christ and we are here. He says we must teach the church until we get to the fullness of the measure and the stature of Christ. When Christ stands, we stand. 
that's when the brethren <laughs> oh Jesus the Bible calls it the day when the sons will enter into their liberation I mean creation yes because the sons came out when we get to that measure this is our work I must teach you the word. I must teach you the word. I must teach you the word until you, we all come to the unity of faith. What does it mean? There's diversity in the faith. Some believe the holiness doctrine is the best. Some believe the faith gospel is the best. Some believe the grace gospel is the best. Some believe that the uh, prosperity gospel is the best. There is division. But Christ is the center. But the more we begin to teach them Christ, we will all come to the unity of faith unto the measure and the stature. So when we enter into heaven, Jesus will say, Thou good and faithful. I was able to depend on you. I was able to rely on you. I was able to find you trustworthy for the work that I gave you. Now, if we don't do this, if we don't make you guys grow to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, look at verse 14. That we henceforth be no more tossed to and fro and carried about with every doctrine by the slate of man and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive deceive. Show me TPT here. And then our immaturity will end. And we will not be easily shaken by trouble or led, be, or led astray by novel teachings or by the false doctrine of deceivers who teach clever lies. Clever lies. Clever lies. And we see this all around. If every church will focus on Jesus, teach Jesus in the morning, teach Jesus in the afternoon, sometimes we behave like Jesus is finished. We behave like the message of Jesus is finished. And so there's nothing Jesus more to teach. And so we must carry something and teach. Teach my lifestyle how God took me to the US and now I started a branch in the US and now I began to get cars in the US. Are you Jesus? Clever lies. Teach clever lies. Teach clever lies. Every form of doctrine. Hey, there's a ministry here. Oh, there's a prayer team here. Oh, there's a church here. Oh, you are tossed to and fro by every doctrine. How can you grow? Is that how you raise your children? Today you took him to your auntie to train them. Then you took him to your uncle. Then you took him. How can your children grow? They will grow in a different way. They will never look like you. They will pick up certain things that they are not supposed to pick up. Can I talk for God? Yes, sir. Listen. The church must teach Jesus. You know, that is why today when people, you, some people, some of you, you are, maybe you might be here, you hear messages that always identifies with the things you are going through in life. You think it's the gospel. You embrace it. 
Because he's talking about your pain. He's talking about your trouble. No. It is Jesus. If Jesus can solve whatever you are going through. So a lot of men of God are becoming uh, motivational speakers. They motivate you. They motivate you. Are they Holy Ghost? Even the Holy Ghost is not talking about himself. If I need motivation, then I go to these programs that they organize. You can use one, million, one Ghana CD, you become a billionaire. Motivation. Then when you close, say, sir, give me 500, say, quick. He said, you can use one rice to start a restaurant. Oh, you haven't had motiv- yeah, motivations. It's a lie. It's only Jesus that is true. Every other message is a lie. Can I see 15? But instead, we will remain strong and always sincere in our love as we express the truth. All our direction and ministries will flow from Christ and lead us deeper into him, the anointed head of his body, the church. This is the mind of God for his church. Instead of organizing programs and teach Jesus, you see, people really don't come. But if we're talking about the yoke shall be broken. I'm telling you, the whole place will be full from now to the 20th, the 30th. He said, instead, remain strong and always sincere in our love as we express the truth. So I will not preach because your topic tells me this. The gift of a prophet is not for show. The gift of prophet is what we just read here. Must equip the saint with the prophetic. We show you directions. The prophet will speak, will pick up the exact scripture the Holy Ghost wants to be taught. And direct the church in that line. for listening to this message we believe you have been blessed by it we are word and spirit and we invite you to worship with us you will fall in love with our wednesday teaching service christian rayman night at 6 p.m encounter the supernatural in our prophetic service on friday at 6 p.m and sit under the reign of heaven in our Vanessa service on sunday at 8 a.m Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-Eljedu, and on Instagram at Prophet Danny-Eljedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. To receive our weekly newsletters, please subscribe to www.pdgministries.org. You can contact Word and Spirit International on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-54937-7290 or plus 233-50432-8959 or plus 233-27510080. So many people have received testimonies by listening to these podcasts. Now, if you are one such person, share your testimony with us by leaving a write up of it in the comment section or send it to us via email to contact pdgministries.org you were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world you are blessed in the name